Hello and welcome to Elite Rugby Banter. It's me, the secondary host Matt, and I'm joined by other secondary stalwart Ben. Hi there, Ben. Hi Matt, how are you? I don't know if I'm, I'm as loyal as I used to be. I've missed the last few, but I, I blame you guys for that. For I, to I generally blame. Yeah, I generally blame Adam for for that. For like, okay, cool, let's try record during the day. Yeah, like fucking Adam, but. Just, yeah, let's do this. And then he pulls out as well. Like. <laughs> yeah, no shame. Tough tough break for him. And um, Alex, yeah, so Adam's not joining us, as I think Ben's inferred there by Adam pulling out again. Uh, Alex is most probably going to join at some point. He said he might be running late with the baby. I don't know. We didn't hear anything further. But yeah, maybe if he comes, he comes. If he doesn't, there's no chat about team selection, I guess. Good. Ben's holding thumbs so that Alex doesn't know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm messaging Alex. Hey, mate, mate, take your time. You know, family's important. Focus on that. Podcast got, got, got cancelled, Alex. It's fine. Like, you could legit lie to him like that and tell him it got cancelled. He wouldn't notice. Because well, he doesn't listen to the potty. Yeah, like, so we wouldn't... give Adam so much shit about but Alex doesn't listen to the potty either. Yeah, but at least, yeah, I don't know. Alex at, least, at, at least Alex listens while we're recording. Yeah, and Alex is unapologetic about not, not listening. Yeah, which is I think a different, different. Yeah, from Adam. I think I think if Adam just didn't give a shit a bit more, like you'd get a lot less grief. Yeah, I think yeah, I think because yeah, because these buttons are so easy to press, we have to press them. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Um. So, Ben, it is one week before the first Lions test, which I think we're going to spend the bulk of today chatting about, but. Isn't there quite a bit of news? I thought there was there's, some news. There's, there's a bit of news. So what I want to do is look at the other big event that... Is it this? I fuck knows when it even starts. This is how much of a shit show it is. But the Olympics are starting soon, I guess. Like the athletes are all there already. Yeah, well, it must be pretty soon. Because they're saying Neil Powell... Oh, well, this is yeah, the story I see there. Yeah. Well, they say Neil Powell will miss the entire thing because of his... Uh, his... Yeah. He just tested positive for COVID and is in isolation. So, yeah, they must be starting, like, I'm assuming this weekend as well then, I guess. Because, yeah, I mean, he'd be isolating for two weeks. Yeah, unless the whole tournament, they just bang it out quickly, quickly. Yeah, anyway. um, Yeah, so I guess it sucks for Neil Neil as well because, I mean, he's quite a good coach in that and... He's been there so long and that I feel like his experience is quite important. And I mean, I yeah, feel... it's it's also not the most experienced team, like yeah, uh, as as our seven teams go. Yeah, look, well, it's missing the... you, you 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 accumulate experience pretty quickly in sevens, but obviously they haven't been the world tour hasn't been happening lately. Yeah, and it's missing guys like I think is Africa there? I think he might still be there. I forgot to actually check. Yeah, we actually we, we I don't woefully really... underprepared for this. Like no, I... like, like, no, no, but I, I I kind of know they have been because there's what's yeah. his name, Dry's just retired. Yeah, that, there has uh, been a there. Yeah, there was a sort of Frankie. The... What's his name, Frankie Hall? Like, um, mm. then obviously like Sidnat is not there. Um, I wouldn't say Quaker was ever like a stalwart. Yeah, Spekman's like, so, not there, obviously. Yeah, so it's all of these sort of. I know, and that's when, you know, maybe they'll do it right, but it it kind of feels a situation where you need a pretty 
experienced coach kind of at the helm and obviously yeah like you don't trying to think who's captain and i don't know anyway yeah so best of luck to the blitzbach i think i actually might even try and try and see if i can catch a few games of this because i reckon that it's still fun. sevens is still quite fun i mean yeah and it'll be... the tournament i think should be enjoyable because the whole olympics is also fan free i should mention yeah it's a bit it's a bit sad but but to me the olympics isn't so much about the fans like like i like the athletics and i guess the fans do add but to to that but but you know my my, what i do really like about the olympics is just watching like the random shit like you know the diving and the archery and the the archery and what there's another one um no, but that's a winter one, that one where they have to ski the, for a bit, and then the biathlon oh, in winter Olympics, oh where they've got to ski, and then whip out a rifle, and fucking clay pigeon shoot, and then it's, ski it's Jerry, someone. Jerry Seinfeld has an hilarious bit on it, where he's, he's, like, he's like, I don't understand this biathlon. You ski for a bit, you shoot a gun, like, what's next? You swim a length, you strangle a guy, like, what's going on there? <laughs> yeah, no, fuck. Um, but did you see, so there's always that common joke going around about, how they should make like an average human being do like every event just before the Olymp- Olympians do the event, just so you can see how impressive what they're actually doing is. Yeah, like, no, I wouldn't mind that. Do you know what I would quite like to see if they just randomly said, okay, so you know, there's the Olympics, then there's a Paralympics. Yeah. I want a third Olympics where you just enter into some draw. Oh, fuck, like a national and, lottery, and now you've yeah, got to and go. Then, and then you get drawn for an event. And then you have like you have like twelve months to train, and it's like okay, fuck Ben, you're doing the discus. It's like a good luck you're representing South Africa. Go for it, mate. And then you know like and then you can sort of track people's progress, like how they That'd learning. be kind of cool. Yeah, that'd actually be fun. Yeah, like I think I think that'd be pretty entertaining. Like obviously, yeah, I guess sometimes you'd get you know unlucky. Like you know you get like a. a <laughs> My, my wife's gesturing to me, she's saying, I'll do horse riding, because she knows I'm scared of horses. <laughs> You're gonna, oh, fuck, um, I saw a tweet about that. Um, so one, I didn't realize, but so I, one of the Olympic equestrians tweeted that they're, all their, like the Olympic, the US Olympic team's horses are on the plane over to Japan. And so one, it blew my mind that they have to fly the horses over. Because I just never thought about it, but obviously it makes sense. But also, they did also say the the airplane's called Air Air Horse One. Oh, that's brilliant. <laughs> yeah, no, it was. Um, I thought though, like, it was actually like quite a logistical sort of thing because of the like the quarantines involved. Yeah, no, I can imagine. But like, I, I've heard things with people like basically, if you want to compete in the Olympics. And if you come from a country where they're quite heavy animal quarantine, say like South Africa, yeah, you, you almost have to either base yourself somewhere else. So say your you, say the Olympics is in I don't know, the UK, you'll base yourself in like France because you know it'll be easier to, to get your horse over. Yeah. When the, or ideally, you just base yourself where the where the Olympics is actually happening. But yeah, shit, because yeah, we've also we've got a quite a shit situation with our horses as well. Speaking yeah. There's more set like our horses specifically actually i think are blocked i think i think i've told you about this mauritian uh, animal quarantine loophole huh? yeah you did where you 
Yeah. <laughs> you pick up a street dog and you drop that off. No, no, no. This is a, this is a different quarantine loophole. This is uh, so, so basically if you go South Africa horse, I'm just kind of making up the numbers now, but South Africa yeah. horse straight to the UK. It's like, say, like a six month quarantine or something for the horse. Mm. But if you go South Africa, Mauritius, Mauritius, UK, yeah. It's like a four-week quarantine in Mauritius and like a four-week quarantine in the... Oh, yes, the yeah, because, yeah. Yeah, so like Mauritius has like a, you know, like a, a sub-sub industry of like animal quarantining to like, you know, it's like the animal quarantine equivalent of like money laundering or whatever. Yeah, it's like cleaning passports essentially. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so there you go. No, fair enough. Um. Yeah, I saw... Should we and should we mention just one last piece of the news about the Olympics? And I feel like I don't know if you've seen this, but I know it's been everywhere. I think I did post it in the group as well. That the athletes in the Olympic Village have to sleep on cardboard beds. Oh, the 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 the, the sexless beds or whatever. They yeah, call. they're like they're not they're not designed for fucking. They're apparently supposed to collapse under the weight of like a second person or something. Yeah, but, but I saw someone tweet like, you would think the most physically gifted people in the world would be able to figure out how to have sex standing up. No, so, definitely. Like, also, like, there's a video, I saw a video of one of the gymnasts jumping on his bed and it's fine. Yeah, but they, they weigh like nothing. Yeah, but still, I mean, jumping is jumping. Like, I know, I know he weighs not much, but still, he's impacting the bed. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Okay, so yeah. Maybe. Also, it's a gymnast maybe. dude. Those are the dudes are DAC. It's the girls that are not as DAC. Yeah, true. Like you know, may, those, those fuckers that do the rings. Yeah, but aren't they? All, they're just all upper body though. Yeah, true. Hello, Alex. We're talking about the sexless Olympics bit. Yeah, Olympics. I guess that's the... <laughs> but apparently, yeah, yeah. But like Japan had ordered like hundreds of thousands of condoms that they just have to give to the athletes still and the athletes just have to take home and share at home and use at home and not in Japan anymore. Like a lucky like bag. Yeah, like a like a little goodie bag. I saw someone oh, no, I, I, like... I, I, Yeah, I think I think we just said the most physically gifted people in the world. Oh did you? Yeah. Let's see we follow the same four accounts really. <laughs> We don't have, yeah, we don't have very dumbish. Yeah, it, it, it must have been, it must have been Squidge. Squidge, Markio, <laughs> oh no, not Markio, he's blocked Alex. Markio's blocked Alex. Yeah, it, it was Markio and Alex wouldn't know. Yeah, true. Um, I don't think he comments on that good either. No, yeah, actually, that's a, that's a bit clever for Markio. No, he would complain about something that we are going to discuss at length, I think, yeah. shortly. Just one more serious one, or two more before we get on to... What one I'm just more talking. serious one. We just talked about sexless beds, man. Yeah, true. Um, more serious. Oh, well, more <laughs> serious than that is, um, I think we should just wish the Georgian head coach well. Um, he is currently still in SA under after su- suffering serious lung damage due to contracting COVID after the first test that knocked out that yeah i think how many of there's like five of their players got net got pinged mm. yeah. Like that. yeah so best of luck to him and i think we do appreciate georgia coming here and playing the game in that so we hope he recovers and gets a chance to go home um, yeah sure nice and yeah, sure. um yeah so from that down to a bit of good news and that moana pacifica 
have now basically been given an unconditional license to be part of Super Rugby next year. They are free to contract with players, coaches and so forth. And I think by the looks of it, the drawer are still have to meet certain conditions to be before they qualify for basically to be on the same step as Moana Pacifica are right now. So everything's ticking forwards there, and apparently. What 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 were the potential conditions? Well, the yeah. article I saw didn't specify specifically, so I'm assuming it's going to be things like, most probably, funding, uh, like basically making good on certain uh, funding promises. Oh, oh, oh and like like pay, like pay your own way sort of thing. Yeah, and yeah. Secure, basically just minimums, like ensuring minimums for funding, maybe uh, venue or things like that as well. Okay, okay, that, that's okay. Didn't they make an exception for that for Sunwolves? No, Sunwolves was well, left that, because they wanted was... extra cash because Sunwolves were supposed to pay an extra amount over and above what everyone else would pay into uh, okay. Sanzar. Then Sunwolves were like, but why do we need to pay twice as much as everyone else? Yeah, I, mean, I, th- I think the argument was Sanzar bankrolled Super Rugby to some extent, but obviously Japan doesn't contribute to Sanzar. Yeah. So then they uh, wanted they wanted the Sunwolves to effectively pay the 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 balance, I guess, or whatever. The Sunwolves yeah. said, "No, oh. f- fuck you." Like it doesn't it doesn't hurt, say, the Bulls that SA Rugby contributes. Why should? So yeah, I, I see the I see the argument, but yeah, yeah. yeah. like I think it. So more the Pacific, um. I mean, are they covered by Sanzar? Oh, that's the thing. I'm not sure because is this now is Super Rugby still Sanzar at this point? We, hmm. well, it, I hope how long is I it hope, still Sanzar? I hope it's not Sanzar because I hope we're not paying. No, that's the thing. We but we somehow still tied into it. Yeah, because we were that, this. <laughs> that would be typical. Fuck, like the storm has got to afford boots, but we paying you know, ten million US dollars a year. Because I mean, this other, like. I mean, Super Rugby AU and Super Rugby Aotearoa were both still Sanzar competitions, and so was Trans Tasman. Like they yeah. were all still Sans, and that's how we managed to get stats for draft rugby still. Because yeah, exactly. yeah, but I would like to think that our financial mm-hmm. obligation might be yeah. not as stringent because I think we still trying our bit. We basically, if I remember, if I understand it we're trying to keep it sans are related still because it makes dealing with them for rugby championships to be easier and more level yeah, yeah, yeah i'm done but... i'm just wondering what the barrier was beforehand yeah who knows yeah i'm curious to see what happens there but who knows anyway um speaking of Sanzo and the rugby championship Let's move on to the earlier sort of hinted at news about especially what upset Mark Keown. So let's start by saying that Australia narrowly defeated France 33-30 in their third test. So winning the series 2-1. But controversially in the fifth minute, Marika Corambete um, was shown a red card for a tackle on, or for leading with a shoulder into the head of it's the French eighth man, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I think so. I forget his name, so that's why I'm like, I think it was the eighth man. 
So, yeah. controversially, I think that's their two points. So, Corin Bette, the ref said, and the TMO at the time, that there was direct contact with his shoulder to the French player's head. And also, a lot of people felt the French player did sort of roll around and try and milk a, milk a car or milk a offense out of the situation. Yeah. He did go off for an HIA test, I think, which he did pass afterwards, though. Hey. Because he did so, come back. Uh, it means he wasn't hit. I think oh. he was fine. Yeah, no, he was definitely fine. Because, yeah, so I know that he did go, because I think Hooper mentioned it and that shouldn't he go for an HIA test and he did go Yo, off. If, if, if they're giving a red card. Yeah, then you should it, go. It's, it's yeah, got to accompany an HIA. Like, yeah, because you definitely got knocked in the head. Yeah, so. Yeah. Um, today the big okay so at the time Australian rugby because obviously internationals still run under the red card rule player goes off for the entire game and after 20 minutes there is no after 20 minutes substitution rule so Australia was stuck with a 14 man side for 75 minutes Australian rugby Twitter obviously thought the game was done. They're never going to recover from financially recover from the situation. Um, Australian rugby was doomed. They're all going to start swap over to watch league. And yep. there've been a couple of comments about the softening of the game, cards ruin games. A bunch of people ref... on my Twitter were like, um, "I'm done with this game. I'm not going to watch anymore." Yeah, so refs ruin games, cards ruin like, games, like that, not players. That, that's, that's really, I'm, I'm very sad for them, Australian rugby fans, missing that game, because that was arguably Australia's finest hour in about Absolutely. three years. So, yeah. that's the thing. So, Stan also posted, like, their viewership for that game was huge. I think it was, was probably, of the three games, I think it was the highest viewership. I don't think it was as high as one of the big super rugby games, but still, like, it was... Some of their like highest viewership of most of a match, and yeah, and I mean, you wouldn't have believed that from the way social media was carrying on, like crying children. Yeah. No. It, but also, it, social media is a tiny cosmos, like a microcosm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And 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 I think on, if you on rugby Twitter and you know you sort of your voice is out there, you you deeply invested. Yeah. Like yeah. you know you you probably into it. Just in terms of the the incident itself, to me it was a yellowish red. Yeah, I'm I'm happy with yeah. After watching it, even watching ma- it today ma- in the light maybe, of the news that came out. Maybe today. in the in the context of the game, you know, considering it was fifth minute, there was there wasn't like a big you know build up with a few sort of high tackles, a lot of penalties, and this was kind of like a big vent of frustration. Um, and, you know, as I said, fifth minute, it kind of came a bit out of nowhere. Okay, and obviously the guy the guy milked it a bit. Because, you know, it was touch and go, whether it was sort of chest onto chin or shoulder yeah. directly to chin, blah, blah, blah. Mm. So I, I would say I understood the call of red, but I would say... A yellow probably would have been more appropriate. Yeah, I'd... but yeah, I, I was I was fine with the red. People saying, "Well, oh, play on, nothing there, whatever." Like, yeah, they, they, that, been, they completely like, missed the point. Yeah, I would rather red than nothing. But I, I think yellow. My response, because I missed it in lifetime. 
um, unless that part of the game. And when I came back and I saw the red, I asked on Twitter, oh, you know, what happened with the red? Was it fair? And oh, almost, everyone, <laughs> well, almost everyone who replied was like, oh, yeah, definitely red, definitely red. So I was like, okay, cool. You know, who said case, definitely red? Just all South Africans. <laughs> probably, yeah. <laughs> um, but I was like, okay, you know, I'm prepared to go with that version. Um, and then I think at half time they should replay. And I was like, ooh, because for me the the ref followed the the protocol. Yeah. And the part I got a bit lost or disagreed the ref is where he's just like, there's no mitigation. And there was for me, mitigation, though, yeah. yeah, for me there was mitigation. So I would give a yellow, um, downgrade from red. In the in the moment, I don't think the context matters. I don't think the fact that it's five minutes or whatever. Um, you know, Corbini came from a long distance with force. I think, yeah, I, mean, I, I haven't watched this. Let me say, you know, today or whatever. Uh, so perhaps perhaps I'm wrong, but I thought there was contact ahead. Uh, obviously, the panel discreet, but um. Yeah, I would say the the ball carrier dipped ever so slightly into the tackle, and but for that, it would have been contact to the shoulder or the chest even. So that would be a if it's a if it's a if it's the chest, well, there's nothing. But um, obviously, the shoulder head area. Yeah, for me, that's really hard to retreat. Mm, yeah. um, and if, if the Boca had dipped and the same contact was made, then it's definitely red. So it's the interpretation of the law, not the law itself, that I think is the problem. Um, who is the ref? Benekif? Um, I don't know. Sure. I can't remember now. Yeah, but anyway, the ref obviously got it wrong. I don't think it was just like wild. Yeah, but I don't. That's the thing. Like, I don't think it was a complete howler. I think it was. Yeah. It was. It was sort of. He made it. It. I think that's it. it, it say, say, say. It, it wasn't fifty-fifty. Like from what yeah. you say, Alex, you would say it was probably sixty-five, thirty-five, thirty-five. Yeah, being even like seventy, thirty, maybe. Yeah. Um, so, so, so yeah, it's not. You know, it's, yeah. it's within maximum. I mean, it's interesting, Benny. I mean, you say. You know the context of the game, fifth minute, blah blah. Yeah, but is... I, I, I know, I know it shouldn't matter, but it, no, it, no, but it, it, it does. Yeah, it does matter. But um, I mean, that's. I think it's interesting to pose the hypothetical of if it had been the seventy-fifth minute and Australia were far ahead, which like, we assume there would be. Um, yeah, you know, would there still be such an uproar? I don't. Yeah. I don't think so. No. Um... Can we can we talk about the what, what do you call it the simulation the the dive? Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because so so this is my th- okay so obviously you know he he milked it for all it was worth like fair enough but but my argument is now with all this kind of to and fro between Rassi and Gatlin now about these these oh, penalties Christ, yeah. you know like these cardable offences or whatever feral shoulder charge and then feral just flinging faff or whatever. Do you think if, say, say after the one, so I think 
it was a knock you know Fuff made that little break and Farrell's mm. just sort of grabbed him around the head and just sort of threw him down mm. okay say and then you know it was play on whatever if Fuff had just stayed on the floor and just rolled around holding his head it definitely would have been TMO yeah it would have been TMO, and Farrell probably would have got a, a yellow card or perhaps a red card for that. Yeah, probably. Well, no, the way paper was refing yellow, not red. Yeah, the way paper was really, he probably would have knocked down and sucked Farrell off. But um, that's a bit extreme. Sorry. Um, <laughs> sorry, paper. <laughs> no, I'm sorry, pa- paper. Fucking paper. Who's on a yard, man? Come on. Uh, <laughs> he doesn't even go here. <laughs> but but any, anyway, you, you know what I mean. Yeah. Same thing with the, I think it was on uh, Jasper Visa. Same thing, Farrell did basically what Faf did to uh, Sutherland, Sunderland. Yeah, Sutherland. It was the exact same, you know, tuck shoulder as if Farrell does it all the fucking time. Um, same thing, if, if Jasper Visa had fucking made a meal of it, again, it probably would have been a yellow. It would have been a second yellow after the fluff thing, fling as well. So then you wonder, is this actually, is this is it going to become like football when you can only actually get a penalty if you dive? Yeah, mm. it's a tough one. I mean, because you know refs and assistant refs and PMOs and whatnot, they should be picking everything up no matter what, no matter you know how kind of how much attention is brought to it by the players. Um, but the fact they aren't is, you know, and if, you know if a player dives, because you know we all three of us have legal training, and in our you know expert opinion, uh, quote unquote, um, we know that like you don't look at the outcome, you look at the action. Yeah. So the fact that a player dives and brings tension to a specific yeah, action. It, it, it shouldn't have very... Yeah, it's, it's it shouldn't change anything. It, but, you know, so much is missing these days. The it's hard to say. You almost have to throw the... do the dives just so that the ref will actually look at whatever action regardless of... Yeah, I kind of understand it, put it that way. Yeah, but, yeah, well, still... th- but this is where sort of that like that like review thing sort of makes sense. Yeah, but weird. Then, you know, like, yeah. like, but I, I don't... I don't, I don't like it. Like, I prefer that Faf didn't dive, to be honest. Because, no, definitely. No, of course. Yeah, I think we all do. Yeah, but, but, but in the scheme of things, like, you know, if it's kind of like a, it's like a nuclear arms race, as soon as one team starts doing it, all the teams have to do it because yeah. they effectively gain an unfair advantage by, by kind of breaking the whatever the gentleman's agreement or whatever you'd call it. So, what yeah. can, are you referring to? So, is this going to be the third step in? Rossi's ultimate game management plan. So first being the 6-2 bench, then mm. making your director of rugby the water boy, and then ultimately perfecting ultimately the, just, perfecting the just, dive. Just, just for, for a second, so so we'll win the first match. No, no, we, we'll lose the first match, but we'll try to get like 12 of them sanctioned. Then they'll have yeah. to fly in. Like You'll just hear like an Afrikaans accent from this side with from Rossi. Faf! Dive! You just check him like eat shit just in the middle of the field. Yeah, but 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 also I think it's almost like you know football refs I feel are used to players diving, so they because almost... they're also used to like players being in their face, like yeah, 
I think that's the thing. Like, there's such a weird relationship between a football ref and a rugby ref. Like, even rugby players never appeal to the ref for anything unless you are a scrum half, generally. Yeah, unless you're Aaron Smith. Yeah. I didn't yeah, want to name him out specifically. I thought I'd just nail all nines with the same brush right in there, Ben. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Yeah, anyway, but it is a it is an interesting... Um, but yeah, I want to go quickly to the card. I would... Where'd be... Where'd, like, a card where, looking at it live, you'd think, is it yellow, is it red? Like, where it's almost such a even... Especially live, not necessarily now Monday morning, but not, not in the context of it's the first five minutes, but just in a live dis- where you have to make a decision. I almost want to... Uh, on the side of the ref going for the more harsh punishment because it's because the punishment is there to promote player safety so you are going to come down more strict on in the moment that can be rectified i mean corinbetti is allowed to play bledisloe one for whatever that's going to mean for the australians a fucking 60 point blowout i'm sure Australia had a better warm up, better warm up for players lower than this. You don't have to be honest. Not true, but yeah, no, I think, yeah, Yeah, I think I, I I, I don't complain. I I think the ref making the red on such a tight call, I don't think the ref should be blamed. And I see a lot of people crying, "Why aren't refs sanctioned after you know their red cards get overturned, whatever, on Monday morning?" Apparently they are though to some extent. Like I mean, I'm sure they get like that, they that, get that railed means, on by like. Like if you, you know if you do that, then you you are you're not going to get big games for the next two years or whatever. Like you have to. So they, there is some sort of like there's a system. soft punishment, yeah. Yeah, there's like there's like a rating system behind the scenes, which obviously they they don't want to advertise because you know you don't really want to say oh shit we got a C rated ref for this match or whatever. Yeah. So yeah, whoever the the ref board or whatever. They keep their own books on that. Yeah, I would like to see that. I mean, we'd all like to see that. Yeah, yeah well, I think I think that's the that's the point that they yeah, they, they won't show you that because yeah. you know. Like, yeah, well, I'd be the first to show Yeah, Alex would undermine. Maybe it's that. Maybe it's all based on it's all based on caps, Alex. Caps <laughs> and age. You want to cap yeah. age and minutes played or whatever? And somehow. Yeah. Or, <laughs> or things. Or, yeah. So. Um, before we look a bit closer to home, Ben, I just want to congratulate you. I'm sure you're happy. Uh, Argentina drilled Wales 33-11 in Wales. So congratulations, Ben. Yeah, I, I actually forgot to watch that, but yes, thank you. Um, I, I'm, very, I'm very pleased by Wales' defeat pleases me. Yeah, Could, it couldn't have happened to a nicer side. And yeah, so I think we alluded to it earlier because I don't think this game happened prior to our last recording. Um, then that's the SAA Lions game. So the fabled fourth test where the, the SAA Springboks juniors, whatever we're going to pretend to call them, managed to beat quite a, quite a, not, a, not necessarily the starting test side, but it was probably somewhere between 75%, 66%, like a, yeah, I would like a three-quarter, two-third test side. I, I don't think it was so much the selection. I think it was just the way they played, which was like the 
which was yeah, it was it was very obvious they weren't showing their whole hand. Nothing. Yeah, they were like, oh, we can't which, which we was, can't do which, a set piece here. We're just gonna have to pick and go for the next twenty yeah, minutes. which was to be honest, it was a, a bit disappointing and a bit of a slap in the face to the fans. Yeah. To me, because why? Why? Where is the massive loss in treating it like a fourth test? Yeah. Or, or, or you know, if you're going to do something, do something. You know, okay, say your your tactic is to whatever keep it tight and maul it and um, which i assume their tax is going to be mm. play why not try play a super expansive game for this test then yeah which is i mean think about how the springboks played the whole rugby world cup on like one specific attack and then come come fi- finals just completely switched it up on england yeah and yeah like, them like, fucking like, like that's the thing like like it's very like, like, I think Gatlin missed a chance here because if he had played some sort of alternate tactic, yeah. then it would have actually got people thinking, like... But now we know, uh, like, they're going to try yeah, and prioritize... Yeah, okay, now, now like... we know what they're going for, and then you switch it up. Yeah. But now it's like, okay, well, we we know you're not going to do what you just did. So there's uh, is actually, there's no sort of deception in it. It was just sort of a bit petty and spiteful to me. But also on the same hand, they're like... Haha, uh-huh. we we robbed the we robbed the Springboks of their chance to practice their mall defense or whatever, but you you also robbed yourself of your chance to practice your mall attack. Yeah. So it's like you know it's like what's the saying? I always want to say, it. bite your I mean, nose, to bite the your right. face, or whatever. Best, yeah. yeah, like like I, I you know and like now they they lost the British and Irish Lions lost. Fine. Mm. End of story. They they've lost. They have not had an unbeaten tour. Yeah. Um. But now, like somehow, they claiming this is some sort of uh, like Pyrrhic victory. Yeah, no, it was because they managed to score a try after you know mauling or picking and going for like tapping and going for like 15 yeah, minutes after managing scored... to whittle down two players first. So yeah, they had to whittle... against 13 men. Like what? 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 Like they actually like they achieved something from this game, but. From mm. my perception, no one really achieved anything. Chesson Colby just Chesson Colby and um played well. Yeah. Um played and, well. Um, yeah, what and I, to, I think what can someone explain to me that fucking second yellow card, what happened there? Uh, it was supposedly Escom- playing Escom's the ball one. on the floor. I think he took a second Because uh, I remember the paper was saying he's like he was off his feet and he was falling backwards. I'm like yeah, it's fine. He's allowed to be. He's allowed to support his, not support his yeah. weight away from the scrum. I don't see that as a problem, because Paper yeah. was like, "You off your feet," and he's like lying on his back away from the fucking rack. So I'm like, fair. Yeah, yeah no, Paper, Paper, Paper did not have the best game. Yeah. So I think what I said on Twitter to someone was, I think the, the Lions came out for that fixture prepared to lose the battle to win the war yeah but i don't i don't think they were actually expecting to lose so yeah, I think... you know i think gatlin saw it as a like a fact-finding mission but i thought they i think they thought they could win no matter what mm-hmm. um not, not no matter what but like they could play it yeah they, they, they were just sort of out outclassed the yeah because because it, it was because especially the team Okay, start the starting team was say Springboks A plus, call it that. Because like, you know, it wasn't the actual the pure Springboks, but it was, you know, not the SAA. But the finishing team was very much SAA. Yeah, yeah definitely. They, like, I, I think they should have walked away with it. I mean, 
because the school was uh, 17 feet half time. Yeah, and then we just and and, and the, well, and then they had basically 10 minutes against 13 men. Yeah, and they really should have done a lot more with that. Um, I don't know. Maybe I think again, like maybe they, I don't think they were fully complacent. I just think they were fo- so focused on not giving anything away that they forgot to play to win. Yeah. And yeah, you but, know, but, but it's it's really okay. So say say little things like passing the ball hands down the line to your wing. Mm-hmm. You've you've not you know you haven't revealed the master plan there. No, oh, I agree. Oh, Ooh, fuck, there's they, a oh, there's a secret they, skip they, pass, Ben, that they were gonna yeah, do. Yeah, like oh no, they're using their wings. Whatever will we do? Like, oh, like, fuck. like why play so? Oh yeah, I don't know. No, and, agree, but, yeah. but but something that was encouraging from the Springboks is that in the contact we were smashing them. Yeah. Well, they, their forwards have been pretty underwhelming on this tour so far. Um, like yes. Even against yeah, like, domestic teams. Well, uh, yeah, like they haven't really met. Like I haven't seen any, say like scrums or whatever, just completely. You know, sometimes it used to happen when the the lines, you know, the real lines for Gauteng, um were, were at their best, where basically every scrum was just a penalty. Mm. Yeah. You know, and you kind of feel the British and Irish Lions playing against the Sharks or the Lions or whatever. That's that's how scrum should be. It should just be, you know, if the Lions are getting the ball, if the the other team's getting the ball back, it should be such terrible back football, you know. But it's not really, like, mm. at least this is also all fucking part of the smoke and mirrors. So. Well, I mean, <clears throat> you know, they, they have the power of four nations combined. Um, but you can still only pick eight forwards at a time. Yeah. Um, so, you know, man for man, you know, how many of those guys would start for a full string buck back? I mean, you know, you think of some of the guys who are particularly, you know, let's say, um, you know, there's a lot of hype around guys like Maratoje, um, who now might not even start. Um, now that Animal Joe's back, uh, you know, Tad Burn, he was great, but would he start ahead of Peter Steph Toy? Probably not. So, you know, they're too strong as locks out of four nations. Are they still? Are they any stronger than Eben and Lourdes, for example? No, no, I, I, I agree. They probably, the Springboks, especially in terms of physicality, I think have one. Maybe the Lions are more, more skillful, more well-rounded mm. players, or whatever. But my, my point is that comparing them to the Springboks, yes, it's relatively even. But when you compare them to the Sharks, especially yeah, like yeah. that second Sharks game. Yeah, there shouldn't be a, there should, and then we'd actually like, we'd sort of Eben and Peter Steff and were making carries. They were devastating, like, mm. you know, it was bloody like pinball, like. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know, like. Yeah, I'm. I'll be interested to see because there has been talk about picking Hamish Watson and Curry, which, mm. I, I see. I see the appeal. But 
Yeah, someone's yeah. gonna have to bring their tackling shoes that day because it will be a mistake. Yeah. Big big mistake, little 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 squad selection. <laughs> the, the biggest yeah. little mistake ever made. Um, sees, no, no, no. Like, like, hobbits, like, they keep wanting to bring. No, 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 no. But like, no, I'd I'm love kidding. to not to disparage it or whatever. But th- they arguably the two uh, outstanding loose forwards with, with the lines. No, definitely. I think you have to. But then argue very heavily them, not to pick picking them. them. Picking them together, I don't know. Well, I think you just put one on the bench and yeah, you know, you have the same kind of mindset that Brassy has. That the bench um, is yeah, the, the Then you do it like a 45 minute sub. <clears throat> yeah, well, you see how the game's going. <clears throat> and you either make a direct sub, <clears throat> carry for uh, Watson, or if you're feeling confident about the way your forward back's going, then you play them together. Mm. But, you know, tying on hands by picking the starting lineup together is a mistake. Yeah, well, let's see, let's see how smart Gatlin is. As I've always said, he's a bad coach, and I'm sure I will be proved right. <laughs> I hope so. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, a noted better coach than Gatlin, Jake White. His Bulls did manage to beat. Oh, the G- SAA. Gatlin's a Gatlin's a better coach than Jake White. So, who's got a cap against the SAA team? Jake White or Gatlin? Yeah, who's better he's against... He's going to walk out. <laughs> true. Actually, I'll take it back. Jake, Jake White's a better coach. Jake, Jake so White, Jack, best coach Jack in the universe. The... Just <laughs> Jake, Jake the Snake. Maybe Gatlin should read his book. Yeah. He should. Let's see. Uh, they managed... Bulls managed to crack a win against SAA in a promptly organized... Very quickly organized uh, warm-up game for the Springboks. And the Stormers managed to go down 349. Is it? I think it's the closest margin, I think, of all the first, so not including the Sharks' second game, I think, of the Sharks. No, I, I, think, I think the Lions, because the Lions was 14.50. I think Lions was 40-point margin. Okay, then the Lions just, just, okay. Sorry, yeah. sorry, Alex, I thought I'd bring, I'd try and find some sort of lining there for you. Oh, thanks. Appreciate it. Yeah. I, I, I thought, like, cause the first sort of 20 minutes or whatever, I was like, fuck, we could have a game, but then... No. Yeah, but I think that's the illusion that our Curry Cup sides all put out, because I think they've all had very strong first 20 minutes. I think uh, my biggest regret of that game is that um, Northern Hemisphere coaches would have watched Ruiz play now. Mm-hmm. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I reckon he's gonna get nipped up by Leicester Tigers or something that I watch. But yeah, I did the same exercise for Stormers and Sharks, where I put together, uh, you know, starting 15, bearing in mind that, you know, obviously the streaming box selections and your foreign currency. And basically, both the Stormers and the Sharks are looking at complete new starting 15s. Um, so, you know, if we were competitive with our currency and we didn't have a Springboard to agree on, then both of those teams would feel completely different sides. Um, <clears throat> in my opinion. 
Uh, and so, you know, you say we had a strong opening 20 minutes, and that's, you know, that's, I think, testament to our local talent. But once you start the second half, especially, we're looking at reserves coming on. <clears throat> Both, you know, in all, all the cases of our domestic teams, the guys come off the bench probably wouldn't have been even extended squad members under mm-hmm. perfect conditions. Yeah, so if we had the luxury that Australia, New Zealand, France, Wales, Scotland, whatever, Ireland have of retaining all our best players, then, and of course, if we had the luxury of selecting Springboks, then most guys came off the bench against the Lions wouldn't have been anywhere near this yeah, level they, of They road. wouldn't even be in the, in the 40s sort of thing. No, probably not. They might be playing at like a at a professional level at a different club, but they wouldn't be playing for this kind of franchise. I don't think. Oh, I was I was trying to remember when last Lions tour. When say the Lions played the Blues, did the Blues have their All Blacks? Uh, I just don't remember. I would say it's pretty actually it's pretty clever to actually you obviously you know now COVID's fucked all this but you have the sort of the the say the Springbok squad now but mm. then each each game you release those provincial players back into that provin- to you know get get a game against some of the Lions players yeah I guess you don't want to um... spread COVID <laughs> yeah you don't want to spread COVID or risk, <laughs> or risk of injury. Yeah, no, no, but but I mean, like you know, the Lions are risking injury when they're playing games, and you know, like so, fuck, injuries happen. You get injured during practice. You get. Uh, you know. I'm looking at match report. So okay, Michael Collins, Matt Duffy, George Muller, Sonny Bo Williams. So yeah, okay. would have been Sonny all black Bo at the time. Rico. Yeah, Rico was there. I don't think Rico would have been an All Black at that point. No, he was. 2015, I think he was. That's probably his start. When was his that debut? Was a, that was a, that was his debut. Was, year. That was that was when he was young and on the wing. On the wing, yeah. Uh, of Hatunga Fasi, uh, James Parsons, Charlie Farmina, Gerald Carly Tuiati, Scott Grafton, Akira Oni, Dave Gibson, Stephen Luatua. Was he an All Black at that? I think none of those Fords were All Blacks at the time. No, no, Luatua, I think, was... Luatua, I think, was... He was there and thereabouts. I think he might have kind of been on the... Because mm. he got quite a few all caps, actually. This yeah. was 2017, huh? Yeah, I don't think Ofa... I think Ofa was also maybe getting his first few caps. Because he also only got capped very recently. No, that's true. Like, uh, Ofa got very late caps. Okay, uh, yeah, but I'm going to say Daphne, Sonny Ball, Daphne, Rico, only Daphne. Yeah. No, I think I that would have been... I, I think, think Luatua, but also the Blues didn't have that many... Yeah, I was going to say, that, was that's, all of the all that was their first... That's their first team. I wouldn't I wouldn't have mm-hmm. argued against it. That That was their first team. Like, I don't think that that team's missing anyone. Yeah. I'm looking at the... Uh... Don't try to find the All Blacks one for that year. Um, it's the over twenty passes. Oh fuck! It's twenty seventeen. Yeah. So is this like his first cap for the All Blacks? No, this is fifth. Fifth. So he 
Nice. Yeah, uh, he was games having four caps already. Okay, I'm proud uh, of him. I'm glad yeah. I'm wrong actually then. Um, the Sunny Bull, Enrique. Yeah. So you yeah, they just they just had the all blacks. I guess ma- I guess maybe it depends when because um, I was guess like say you were playing a team like the week before the first test you probably yeah. wouldn't play you so, so like the Maori like, All Blacks def, like the yeah week... well the Maori All Blacks traditionally don't have no but so the week all, like yeah so if they because I'm assuming the Maori All Blacks would have played our SAA sort of fixture yeah sort of that timing and then you must probably wouldn't have you would then the guys uh, yeah no never mind i'm trying to think no i think yeah because they would most probably also call them out like two weeks before but super rugby took a break for like four weeks hey yeah because that that was when super rugby was super long remember and there was like the international break that fucked up fantasy and yeah like this would have been the international break as well i do remember this yeah no but but that's what i'm saying like because you know you're seeing all these things like oh south african rugby so weak blah 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 but yeah we sort of you know we're playing with the deck rigged a bit like no we do yeah and i think we do but in a way i I think it might actually advantage the springboks because the lions really haven't had a proper head out yeah. Like, 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 honestly, they would have gained more benefit just splitting their, you know, playing amongst themselves just for. Instead. Well, they got a problem against SAA, but they. But then they, they choose not. They chose not to use their actual, yeah. their actual opportunity. So you know, exactly. fuck them. Yeah. It would be a very rusty move to, like, lure them into a second fixture against the Sharks, and then suddenly contract all the Springboks to Sharks. <laughs> fucking ant would just be exploding with yeah. delight at the idea just the, the news of like no, 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 but, but but not even all the springboks just all these fucking like dirty players like Willem Alberts Alstadt just, just, just like just wail on them noted headbutt specialists oh fuck have you watched what's that movie uh, where Adam Sandler when they're in prison uh, and they start an American yard. football team yeah longest yard like that, and just just the first the first minute they just fucking like nine yellow cards, and then it's like okay, well, good job, lines, you you won the game because you know we only have four players left, but guess what, <laughs> four of your guys are on hospital. <laughs> Deal with yeah, there's a there was a British version of because it's um, the, the longest yard was an old what's his face, who's the old man in the movie? Uh, it's guy from the first one. Yeah, but he was in. Yeah, so he was in the original. No, but yeah, there's a British one with Vinnie. Vinnie, Vinnie Jones, Jones, which is also yeah. I think just as good, with um, Statham as the keeper. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah he's like a madman. Yeah, <laughs> it's like always just like fantasizing murdering anyone. Bert Reynolds. Bert Reynolds, yes. Reynolds was yeah. essentially the original version of Sandler's character in the first yeah, version he's... of this movie. Yeah, it's a good one. No, I enjoyed that. Yeah, no, it's uh, no, 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 it was a nice. But I, I wonder if it's like, if you actually, you know American football though, because mm. you don't know, like, I watch rugby and then I watch, you know, like number 10 or whatever. And I'm like, this is some of the worst shit I've ever seen in my life. I just want to gouge my eyes out. Yeah. But then, um, is that like people who actually understand American football when they watch like any given Sunday or um, what's the one with Keanu Reeves, the replacements? Replacements. No. Yeah, like, like, 
is that how people who actually watch American football feel when they watch those movies? Because it looks pretty good, but I don't know. Like... Well, I think it's 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 a trick one because I think it's a case of life imitating art, way, uh, where NFL commentators they hype, they hype everything up, so it's like every game at college level or or NFL level, it's like a Hollywood movie. Um, it's it's not helped by the fact that they have like overtime for regular season games, for example. Yeah. Like they do everything they can to avoid draw. Um, so yeah, I think it's kind of accurate. Um, but I don't watch too much NFL, so it's hard to say. There's a, oh what oh um I'm trying to remember. I actually heard someone talking about it today. Spike Lee for one of his movies, but this is basketball. He made sure that the basketball was in that movie as accurate as possible. Mm. For nice. that just happened to come up in something I was listening to earlier today. So there's one example, Ben, of it actually being done correctly. If I can just remember which one it is. Okay. Uh, do you want to do the preview? And then... Yeah, let's wrap up by looking ahead at the actual first test. So that's this weekend, six o'clock, eh? Saturday, SA time. Yes. It's the actual Springboks versus a Lions squad. Confirmed, not the Gauteng Lions, apparently. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, this should be a good one. I don't know what else. What do you want to look at? So I know there's news like Khaleesi's going to be unavailable and a couple of other names, but apparently Andre Pollard has been doing the media rounds. So he was predicted for being unavailable and possibly now that it seems like he's doing media appearances that he might actually then be on the cusp of being available. Yeah, so apparently, like, it seems to be if you were, like, sick. If you were symptomatic, yeah. Yeah, then you had to... um, Yeah, then you can't... Then you had to do the isolation, then return to play protocol. Yeah, so wait, let me get it out. It's Khaleesi, Bongi, Ox, and Mapimpi are seen to be unlikely to be available for the first match, for the first test. Yeah, it's big, quite a big loss. That's a big, that's a big leadership loss, especially up front. Like Bongi, mm-hmm. Khaleesi, Ox, not so much, but yeah, Mapimpi on the wings. I think Spoo's done fine, though, in his absence. So what's the left again? Kitsov? Bungi? No, Kitsov's fine. Kitsov, Kulisi. Oh, sorry. Oh. Captain Kulisi. Yeah. I was saying to someone on Twitter, I wondered if this is a good opportunity. So, similar to what you were saying, Ben, about playing Watson and Curry together, um, I'm reluctant to play Kwaka at the edge if we've got Kulisi at six. Even though Kulisi's bigger than the, than the standard six. Um, but I wonder if this is an opportunity to play Quark at 8 and someone like Quivers Visa sorry Jasper Visa at 6 or even like Dan Dupree or someone or Sean Dupree at 6 so just uh, two massive flanks and like quite a small but smart 8 wasn't that the old Lions approach when they had Whiteley as well pretty much just two massive flanks and then 
a bean pole at eight. You, yeah, so your eight sort of covers your sort of your yeah. number. Yeah, no, I, I like. Oh, I haven't heard anything about Dwayne. I think, no, I think, I think he just was just outright ruled out. Like they just like, we'll let you know when he's fine. But yeah, I think, well, we can safely assume he's not. He's starting to play this series. Yeah. We're very lucky to play the last test, but I think we have to assume you won't. Yeah, I think he's not Alan Wynn Jones, Ben. Yeah. Fuck. Mm. Yeah, shame. You've got to feel for Conor, Conor Murray. Yeah, yeah, like one. Well, now, but now it doesn't even look like he's going to start, poor guy. Well, if he's not captain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like Ellie Price is starting, hey? Yeah, no shit. Alright, well, we'll see. Um, yeah. Other than that, uh, would you guys make any tweaks to the World Cup winning side? I think, mm. besides covering those losses, I think, besides covering basically who's injured and unavailable, I don't yeah. see, I don't think you need to tweak that formula too much right now. No, I don't think so either. No, like, it's, it's a pity, because I, I think we would be seeing a, if we had had you know, 14 months of rugby or whatever it was leading up to it. Mm. Or, or what did they miss? 18 months? 19 18, months? Whatever 20 months. 20 months. Yeah. Like, like yeah, if we had seen um, like a big whatever, like lots of movement, yes, maybe we could expect to see something a bit different, but it's it's too, like, you know, they have no indication of, you know, actual test you know what what certain players would be like in a test environment yeah yeah mm. oh, exactly now i think we we stick to winning formula mm. yeah i think it's at this point stick to the formula which is yeah but i mean there's enough enough of change though i mean because of injuries and that i think there's quite a change that we're actually going to see quite a because I think starting lineup wise, they're not that many, but like the bench is largely going to be changed. Yeah. Yeah. I think it'll be interesting to see guys like Pisa. And um, <clears throat> I mean, a big question for me is whether we have Alton at 22, whether we're going with the 60 split. Um, and if so, do we have a specialist? I would say if we do 60, we need Reinach. To see him cover nine and potentially wings. I mean, he's his dad, his dad was a sprinter. Oh, really? Yeah, I've, I've heard rumors. And um, don't, don't, don't we have to drink now? You mentioned that, man. <laughs> you can drink. I right drink. Right. I don't have booze. <laughs> but <laughs> we're under lockdown. <laughs> the, the, the only the only thing it had is yeah. No, I'm not gonna drink either because you know I, I'm I've a got one. Yeah, in the fridge. You're saving that for fines, Alex. Yeah, exactly. Oh, when did we meet to fines? Last test or this test? We spent to fines this weekend, but I think money pushes. Yeah. Do you want to have it uh, just with... I, I can do all the drinking for everyone. Yeah, I think that's, know, that's I, fair, Ben. I, 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 I have access to all the booze. Yeah, I think that's okay. going to be fair. Deal, deal. Yeah, you can um, just... But yeah, I think if we do a 60 split, we... We kind of have to go Reinach and Philipsa. Um I don't really trust Ranstein anymore. Um, no, come pretty... the, no, come with the man, come with the hour. Like, 
Yeah. Come with the owl, come with the man. He, he's, you know, he's been there. Yeah. yeah, I guess. We'll see. But I would still trust Willem's uh, a little bit more, I think, than yeah, Prime's. No, no, I would I would like to see. Especially if Willem's is showing off his ability to play 12 for the last couple of games. Mm. I, I, yeah. I, I don't think we'll go with the 6-2 the split. For the first no, time. I don't think so either. Because the 6-2 split only makes sense if you have four locks. Well, yeah. in, in Rusty's head, and you know, yeah. now in everyone's head. But at the moment, we're lucky to have two locks. So let's, yeah, two starting uh, locks, yeah. Yeah, so because so, I don't want to see a, a 6 2 split with like Jean Luc Dupria covering lock or whatever, because I don't think that's against the, that's not the, the point of the split. Mm. You know, it's to sort of add, so they might as well just have a traditional bench then. Yeah, I yeah. think so. Or maybe, or maybe something completely different, Rassi. Like a, a three-four split. Right? Yeah, just, just, yeah. just front row, just front row replacements, and then yeah, half time is going to swap, swap the entire back line. Yeah, they did yeah. only only wings somehow, and it's going to work. <laughs> Where he'll start off with like a really beefy back line. And then he'll bring on all the sucky players. Like we'll have a set combination. Of like um and Similani, and we'll start off with like a uh, Pimpy and then Corsi the wings, and then suddenly we'll have like Speckman and Colby come off the bench. <laughs> You're just like ah, oh, you used to defending against this massive yeah. person, now defending against a tiny person. <laughs> just watch all these tackles just whiff over, not even like <laughs> making head contact, just completely missing, like oh. eating air above them. <laughs> I mean, it's gonna be start with uh. Like a Delinda Creole scent combination of PV and Corsi wings and France Dana Flyhoff. France Dana Flyhoff. <laughs> and uh, then we bring on, no, we leave Pollard at 10. We can have France or Stan at fullback. And then we can have Ultim at 10. Uh, we have centers of Um and Similani and wings of Speckman and, and Colby. And, and, and Billy at fullback. Fully a fullback, yeah. Yeah, the back line drops like 200 kgs. Just... Yeah. And <laughs> oh, it's, oh, it's oh. Just do the most insane back line moves of set pieces. Yeah. Which will probably lose the any of three forwards with placements. Yeah, but uh, that's that's a great plan. Um, have we have plan. we done a have we done a heaviest and lightest 15 before? We must have. Yeah. Huh? We I'm must have. sure we have. We've done at least like we the biggest have. smallest. That's like the basics. Yeah, like, like, that's, that's, that's fucking yeah. the 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 people in grade ten making heavy yeah. and lighter fifteen. But I was just <laughs> exactly. trying to remember like what what it was. That's because it was so basic. Yeah, like, I'm <laughs> so assuming basic. Nadolo was on there. Mm. Yeah, well, no, no, yeah. Like, like, like like you can you can sort of you can kind of do it in your head like Bastero, uh, Lamapi, Bastero and Eight would still be in there. Um, what's his name? Banahan, um, France Dane at fullback. Battle for big well, flyers, yeah, actually. If we're, doing, yeah. if we're doing historical players, you gotta find specific guys like uh, Alessandro Tulaki and uh, George North, I suppose. Maybe. Um, oh, I think ba- I think Banahan's bigger than North. Oh, yeah, Ban- Banahan's, I think he's just retired, actually, Banahan. Tommy Funa's um, still playing, so he's covered at prop. 
Yeah, no, I, I don't yeah. think prop, props are props. Are, like locks, you have like Skelton and Leroux Le Roots or whatever, like 300 mm. kgs of lock. Yeah. Nick, Nick Williams of that? Yeah. He was, he was an absolute well, we, Weirdly, Francois Lowe fucking weighing it at 112 kgs, apparently. Oh, that's true. Oh, that's yeah. Sneaky. Yeah. Sneaky unit. Yeah. Sneaky unit. Is that a new category? Our, our, yeah. our, our most recent addition to the category. A sneaky unit. Just someone who's deceptively uh, yeah. dense. Um, just, just to just to wet the lips of uh, all you listeners out there, or two of you, um, we did make a we did make a dinosaur fifteen this week. Oh yes, I'm I'm maybe getting you... around to posting that. Yeah, yeah, we finished it. We put on Twitter. I didn't yeah, put I the think, pros think, and cons I think, on. I think we need to put photos of the dinosaurs for people to to understand the choices. Because <laughs> I discovered it as well. Like I thought I knew my dinosaurs. But it turns out I only like know like Brontosaurus and Velociraptor and T Rex. Like, I know quite a few. No, no. J- James has a book. I was gonna say when when, when does James, James hit dinosaur? Dino, Pete dinosaur. Well, yeah. So I'm reading and bloody Ankylosaurus or whatever comes up. I'm like, I can't say this word, James. Like, <laughs> and it even like breaks it down. But you know, where it's not. It's not like phonetic alphabet. It's just they sort of break it down into sounds. Oh, yeah. yes, yeah. Yeah, it's <laughs> useful because, I mean, yeah. The, like, I, I aren't think most of the dinosaur names, like, mash up between, like, Latin and Greek anyway? Yeah, they just... Shift. Like, they don't follow yeah. rules anyway. Yeah, but, like, phonetic alphabet super useful. Like, um, I learned it in China. Oh, and, like, it makes, it makes, like, reading, like, reading a language so easy. Yeah, mm. so, yeah. Did... But, but they don't do phonetic alphabet. They just do, like, sort of... A hybrid kind of thing. Uh, so like, yeah. ooh, and yeah, so like, yeah. yeah. Okay, but anyway, um, I think we, um, unless anyone has insights on the lions, I feel like we woefully, except for Alex, maybe woefully under, <laughs> under, skill to make any sort of claims about the actual lions. Well, no, no, but there, there, there are a few sort of. So I've, I've heard talk that they reckon Cowan Dickey is going to start a hooker. Well, I mean, mm. he was phenomenal this weekend, actually. Yeah, but yeah. Like, what what does that mean? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. There, there are too many options. I mean, this is what we said. This is the thing of having a best of four squads, uh, four teams exactly. as well. Like, technically, yeah, now... any one of those four should be able to start barring, like, one or two, like, yeah. bright spots. But, I mean, even, like, Carl Sinclair... Now it looks like, well, it looks like Sinclair and Beard are both going to start. Exactly. Is... Beard, well, Beard's like the only proper luck in the squad aside from Alan Jones, because um, you know I've always felt like Maratuje, who's brought home and blindside. But uh, yeah, it's just I mean this is the thing like they're at a point now where even someone like Stuart Hogg who, you know, most of the time, most people say he's the best fullback in the world, and suddenly he might not start the British Alliance. So it's, it's a tough one. Yeah. Yeah, I feel I feel that's one position. The British and Irish Lions are definitely better than the Springboks at this fullback. Hey, Phil. <laughs> yeah, because Billy, I don't know, Billy's weird. But if he comes in with Colby... And Speckman 
and Um and Smilani and Alston. Oh, yeah. Mike He's probably the heaviest player. Like he'll need yeah, a third he'll come, job. He'll come on at like carry it for twelve at that rate. <laughs> yeah. Well, I look forward to seeing him. Yeah. All right, guys. Um, should we right. do predictions and then bet? Yeah, let's do that. Let's predict. Let's see what we predict. So, Ben, do you want to do you want to be the brave one and put your cards on the table first? Cards on the table. Fuck. That's why we can't get. That's why we can't get a part sponsorship. I keep fucking it up. Oh, fuck oh they were just listening because we promised we would promote them, and now you—they're you, just, oh, they're you, just general for good. Yeah, you shat the bed now, Matt. Oh, they got to They got to sponsor that true crime podcast now. Or goddamn, or some Australian rugby or something. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, on my own super brew, I'm gonna go Springboks, but I think the British and Irish Lions by three. I, I just I don't think the Springboks are can have been prepared enough. Right? Hmm. Matt, I don't disagree at all with Ben, uh, but I am also going to go like Springboks by fifteen on my Super Brew. But yeah, I think yeah. <laughs> Springboks by one hundred twenty. <laughs> Springboks by scroll down from with bigger margins. <laughs> yeah. Are you sure this would go against the predicted result quite severely? Yes, I'm sure. Trust me, I know what I'm about, man. I would go like 2012 Lions versus Crusaders. Lions by 99. And Super would be like, no, you can't do that, you fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah, I remember Super used to be warning. Yeah, um, but yeah, I don't think... Yeah, I think... This is going to be most probably the test we drop in our two th- in our two one test victory series victory. So I think yeah, three nothing or three points. Lions by three. I think the Bucks can win. I love your optimism. But I'm going to go Lions on Super Bowl just because you both told me you're going to work. Um, look Alex to be fair you're not telling you, you, you are referring if every time Andrew posts in the group everyone's super brew predictions you yeah. forgot to make picks Ben and Matt yeah, Ben yeah. and Matt every time <laughs> so, when, when I when, when I say on my super brew I mean I'm going to send out positive thoughts to yeah, in my mind I'm actually, I'm the pick I'm now. Gonna do now, it now on my super the pick brew, Alex my come on <laughs> I'm terrible at super brew Best remembering and accuracy, but I do remember. But um, no, uh, no, my, I, my 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 app used to send me a reminder, and it doesn't anymore. So in a way, it's Superboost's own fault. Yeah, I'm still one to fix. No, if they you obviously broke their system that bad, they were like, oh, it's better if you didn't. Maybe because I, I signed up for Fantasy Premier League because for work it was like a pool. Oh yeah. It was like whatever, and then I picked the first like fifteen weeks you know straight and then um then i just couldn't be fucked to do it anymore so i think maybe it just got tired of me rejecting like it kept on reminding me and i kept on not doing anything just swiping left nope don't need this notification yeah so maybe it just decided i don't deserve reminders nice mm-hmm. well i'm gonna say uh box by five okay um yeah, I just think our fullback is gonna have what it takes. I think. And let's let's Fair ask enough. let's just ask Adam yet, see what he has to say. Adam, what do you think? 
crickets because he's most probably putting Ben Ren to bed or whatever. Was he here? No, he wasn't no. here at all. Oh, okay. it's fine. It's fine. Just tell Adam to use his masterful editing skills just to edit in himself saying, well, man, thank you for asking me. <laughs> Adam's masterful editing skills. Yeah. Because uh, Adam's almost as good at editing audio as I am at audio editing paint. Actually, no, Adam Alex, is actually... Alex, 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 you take that back. You are a gifted... You are gifted in paint, Alex. Okay. Yeah, no, actually. Alex, you are much probably the best person I've seen in paint. <laughs> yeah, Alex, honestly, you... you when it comes to badly, badly Photoshop memes, you, you, are an, you are an artist. You are, you are Van Gogh and Picasso had a baby when it comes to badly Photoshop memes, okay? Yeah, don't, don't, don't sell yourself short. Yeah, and don't let anyone ever tell you otherwise. <laughs> Thank you, Ben. I need that. Okay, yeah. Um, I think, yeah. No, it, it, is, it is your... I think you should start posting them. Like, we should just start posting, like, the random shit. Remember that thing the other day with Red? I took that personally. <laughs> and, like, everyone kept on adding something, like, with that Michael Jordan thing. That was a good one. Uh, like, like, sorry, just, just so, so first it was the Michael Jordan. Sorry for the listeners. Yeah. I took that personally. Then someone put Red's face on the Michael Jordan. I'm not even sure yeah. why we're doing this. No, and then someone, re- then someone replaced his whiskey with a little, with a little bottle of milk. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, someone raised, someone took out the Paisley. So I, I took that. I took that. Yeah. <laughs> We need to uh, actually find that and just post it on Twitter. Just as a uh, as a thread, just doom, 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 doom. I, I think I think I think that's gonna actually be my new. I'm gonna start a new Twitter, so I'll have my normal Twitter own feral shoulder, and which I never do anything on. And then I'm gonna have no, no, no contact WhatsApp, no context WhatsApp group memes, and just put shit like that there, and just people be like, "What the fuck?" So Ben, essentially, no context ERB. Yeah. yeah, no, no, no contact WhatsApp because maybe actually no, it, it all happens on my ERB groups. So yeah, yeah. no con, no contacts ERB means. I think that'll that'll be my new Twitter account. I'll put it. I'll do it on my work email. Good idea. Um, <laughs> I think yeah, let's on that. Everyone look out for that. We will, I guess, highlight that account when it does eventually drop. You can follow that. And to both of you listening, thank you. We appreciate you guys for sticking around so long. So uh, why? I mean, some people, it's a pandemic. They don't actually listen to real voices. If you yeah, maybe, maybe it's like the soothing music. Maybe we talk at like the right level of like yeah, decibels or whatever that helps like certain people yeah, like, with certain like sleep, sleep conditions like, fall asleep. Our podcast yeah. is just like white noise. I think yeah. my voice is pretty soothing at the moment. Yeah, Alex, up your game. Sorry. Um, maybe, yeah, maybe like that's why we we huge in like Sweden or whatever. Maybe you know it's like yeah, it goes well with a reindeer reindeer mewing howling. in the background. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What, what yeah like fifteen hours of darkness a day. They shouldn't even hop the street. Yeah, true. Okay. Um, no, no, but I would say that might make sorry actually. No, no, like, no. Let's not go down this rabbit hole. I would say that actually might make sleep harder. Because, you know, you have to be awake when it's dark as well. So it's not like you can just be like, okay, it's dark, I sleep. I would just keep on sleeping. 
just wake up from it like half an hour window where you've got sunshine. Well, Alex, you would not be a very productive member of Sweden. No, that's true. I'm not just doing that. Cape Town gets pretty... Cape Town, you have a pretty big swing though, hey? Like, what time does it get dark now in winter? Like, five-ish? No, Uh, it's half past six. Yeah, half past six. Six, half past... Like, six o'clock, it starts, like, being... No, but I'm sure... Or is it, does it get, does it get dark, does it get light late? It gets light after late. seven. Like yeah. yeah, yeah, that, that's why. I knew there was something funny It gets going. light like after seven sometimes. But it does mean we can still have like in summer sunshine at like eight still. Like no, no, like, like that's like eight, oh, awesome. I love, uh, something I really liked about the UK, like during summer you have such nice long days. Like all of the sun sets at like ten. Yeah. Yeah, summer's nice, but winter is a bit chest. No, winter's horrible. But I get like rich people that just live in, you know, you just follow summer around. Like, yeah, I oh, could do sparrows. that. Yeah. Okay. I think let's call it a day, yeah? Everyone, yep. thanks I'm for really listening. Yeah, I need to find dinner. Ben, I'm assuming you're going straight to bed as well? Yeah, I'm going straight to Twitter to take this account and make this account. Also, me. Just go.